This is the Village Church Q&A podcast, where our goal is to create digital, shareable, and helpful content to make disciples who will go, grow, and overcome. Hey, Village Church. Welcome back to the Village Church Q&A podcast. Pastor Tim and Pastor Michael with you. Pastor Michael, we have three favors to ask our listeners. They first need to submit a question. How do they do that? One of two options. First, you may go to our app store and download the Village Church Bartlett app. And I uh, would love it. Just released love it. it. And uh, on the front page of that, you can find um, at the very bottom, it says Q&A podcast. You can listen to the podcast on the app. Basically, all things Village Church are there, but it's a great avenue to submit questions. Or you can go to our website, vcob.org. On the homepage, it'll say Q&A podcast. Just click it, submit a question. We would love that. We love answering your questions. And uh, don't don't shy away from uh, really hard questions. And if you don't want to be known, there's not it is not necessary to put yeah, your you name. Yeah, you can be anonymous. We have a lot of anonymous questions. Totally understand that. So bring it on. Yeah. Listeners, then we want you to share this podcast or any of the other podcasts with friends or family members. And third, be sure to rate and review this at the iTunes store. We would love to see your five-star review very soon. All right, Michael, here's our question for today. What is your opinion on medical marijuana? The use of medical marijuana is rising in our country. So what's our opinion on this? Uh, Yeah. So let's make sure we are just clear. This is an opinion piece. Yeah, very much so an opinion piece. Right. So, I mean, it's hard to go to a direct text of scripture and pull out a great application to medical marijuana. Mm Mm-hmm. So um, here's what I, I want to make some things clear in the front end. Um, I don't want to write off all, we'll say narcotics because of recreational abuse. For example, um, when I was having an appendectomy, I had my appendix was all acting up. It was so painful um, on a scale of one to 10. It was definitely a 17. And I was given um, some derivative of morphine. And mm-hmm. let me tell you, it was amazing. I am so glad <laughs> that some preacher didn't like get on a Q&A podcast and be like, all oh, narcotics are evil all the time. Now, does it have great potential for evil? Yes. That's why um, we're making a distinction, distinction mm-hmm. in this answer between recreational use of marijuana and, and medical. medical use of marijuana. Very different. Um, so I want to make sure we, didn't just, we don't just throw the baby out with the bathwater on the one hand. On the other hand... Um, I mean, I have so many anecdotal thoughts about recreational marijuana that I'm not even going to go there. So, um, gosh, there's so many things to talk about. Let's start with this. Um, in in marijuana itself, now, I'm not a scientist, but I have researched this. There are two different drugs in marijuana, THC and CBD. All right. So now, what is THC? Right. THC is what makes you high. Okay. It makes you feel good. Actually, let me give you a few differences between THC and CBD. Number one, um, CBD is what is commonly known for giving you the health benefits. Okay. THC is what is known for giving you the high. So number one, there is a fundamental difference. When we talk about the medical benefits of marijuana, those primarily, not exclusively, but primarily come from the CBD. So number one, CBD will not get you high. What does CBD stand for? I can't say those words. I just don't, I'm not that smart, but I do understand that there is some technological differences. Um, Number two, THC is actually known um, to give you high anxiety. This is where uh, people who smoke pot, um, sometimes they'll get very anxious or paranoid. That's from the THC. The CBD actually is known to be anti-anxiety. It reduces anxiety in people. So if you can isolate the CBD, um, it works great as an anti-anxiety medicine. Um, It is anti-psychotic. Okay. So CBD seems to have anti-psychotic properties to it. Um, and so the more we'll say, um, 
THC, the more, we'll say, psychotic experiences you're going to have. By psychotic, I don't necessarily mean crazy. It just means it affects your brain. Mm -hmm. um, THC actually regulates the um, psychoticness of the, or, or the CBD regulates the psychoticness of the THC. So you might smoke marijuana with high THC and have lots of delusions. Um, or you might see things. Well, the CBD, if it's also high, can, can kind of rein that in a little bit. Okay. Um, number four, sleep. Uh, marijuana is used as a great sleep aid. THC um, is probably, I'm just again regurgitating what I've read, what is responsible for um, helping you sleep really, really well. Um, CBD promotes wakefulness. Okay. So if you have high THC, low CBD, you're going to fall asleep a lot more quickly. Um, THC is illegal. So is CBD. They have that in common. So now let's just talk about marijuana for for a moment. Okay. Um, here's a fact, undeniable. The pot you smoked in 1968 is not the same as the pot you're smoking today. So what has happened is that the THC levels have gone up over a thousand percent and the CBD levels are going down. Okay. Huge distinction to make. So, um, for example, in 1978, the average THC like content would have been 1.37%. Okay. Um, in the sixties, I believe it would have been less than 1%. So you'd have to smoke a whole joint to get high. You know, I mean, you could get high no matter what, but like really, if you want to get blasted, you got to, you know, keep doing it. Okay. Mm -hmm. And so in 1988, it was 3.59%. So you can start seeing that more people, than doubled. Yeah. People are, um, they're playing with it. They're learning how to, um, yeah, just make higher content by how they breed the marijuana or whatever the word is. Uh, 1998, 4.43%. Okay. So it's going up here. Okay. 2008, 8.49%. So again, it doubled in that next 10 years. Right. And there are, um, there are farms, um, that are testing this regularly, trying to get their head around, um, the domestic and non-domestic rates of THC. And they're finding, um, pot right now, uh, that is upwards of 37% THC. Wow. I want you to just capture that in your brain. So in 1968, it's less than 1%. And now you... Here, in theory, you take one hit of a marijuana cigarette, okay, one hit of a joint, and that is the same THC intake as maybe an entire or three whole joints from 1960, depending on the pot you're smoking, mm -hmm. okay? So um, what has happened is THC goes up, CBD goes down. Again, I'm not a scientist. I want to be really clear. I've just read a lot on this because I've got because buddies. Because there is a lot of research being done tons. on marijuana. Right. And, and I got a lot of buddies who want to justify smoking pot. And I'm like, come on, guys. Like, for real? Like, okay. Um, and so as we say that on a recreational side, that has been what, what has been happening. Okay. Um, there are um, oils that you can get that have low THC, high CBD content, and they um, you can put them on your skin or do different things. And they give you the health benefits without or the experience or the high uh, of smoking marijuana with the high THC levels. But just to be really clear, right? When, when we talk about legalizing marijuana, so for example, in uh, Colorado, statistically, the first cigarette a kid will ever smoke is not going to be a, a tobacco cigarette. It's gonna mm -hmm. be a marijuana cigarette. And we're not just talking about the good old days of smoking pot, you know, we're talking like one of these has a significantly, typically we'll say it's going to be 10 to 12% THC. It's going to be a thousand times as strong or a hundred times as strong, sorry, 
Now, 10 times as strong, I'm going to get my numbers <laughs> get right. Get numbers right. A thousand percent or whatever as what you smoked when you were, you know, maybe in high school or whatever. And you got 13-year-olds and 11-year-olds who are, it's, it's all over the place. So I, I say all that to give us some context. What do I really think of it? Well, obviously, I think the recreational use of it is dumb. And the people that I've known that have done that have gotten dumber. Mm-hmm, okay. Right. That being said, um, I'm not interested in throwing the baby out with the bathwater, but I'm also not interested in medical marijuana dispensaries that are functionally fronts for drug dealers. That's right. You know, Um, unfortunately, that's what research is proving is working out to to actually be happening. Right. So I I don't want to be reactionary and just be like, done away with all of it. You know, it's all terrible. Well, I'm not a fan of how it's happening, how it's working, how it's being implemented and how it's being used. Um, but I'm not ready to just say, I'm going to throw out this drug because some people abuse it. I don't throw out alcohol because people abuse it. We don't throw out sex because people Mm -hmm. abuse it. We don't throw out morphine because people abuse it. The whole point is I would just love to see the government regulate it. Um, and in a way that's helpful, you know, but and it's it is very, complicated. very complicated to regulate this. It is. And, uh, you know, the hard reality is that it is a it is a money making machine and the liberal agenda wants to legalize it. And they're probably going to get what they want, despite the ramifications on kids and on just the social aspect of this. On the other hand, we're not talking about legalizing pot, but it does deal with some jail issues. Um I don't know. I'm so torn on it. I see both ends and everything in me just wants to protect kids and again you're talking about the use of medical marijuana not recreational right i keep going back and forth but by and large i'm saying with medical marijuana um i I don't want to throw out the baby with the bathwater, but i want to see complete and total reformation on how they handle this this substance on uh because because clearly right now we are struggling as a nation to how to regulate this yeah i think we're just struggling with how to think about it yeah um we're struggling with should it be legal should it be this? Should it be that? Should doctors use it? Which which marijuana should they use? And mm-hmm. People are confusing the THC effects with what actually is producing the medical benefits long term. But let's let's also be clear: there are medical benefits to smoking pot. It temporarily relieves pain when you have THC coursing through your bones. So um, it's a complicated medical issue. Fact, yep. So. Uh, me not being the doctor and this not being clearly addressed in scripture. Here's what I'm going to, I'm going to say. If it's illegal, it's sin. Mm-hmm. Uh, if it controls you, it's sin. If it makes you not sober minded, it's sin. And if your doctor gives you an opportunity to have medical benefits that don't make you lose your, we'll say sobriety, um, and your conscience is clear and it is legal and it is under control and you're not making brothers and sisters in Christ stumble, I'd say, Okay. It's a lot of what ifs or caveats, but you know, um, Tim, do you agree? I don't know. Shoot me straight here. We're on the same page. We, we are definitely on the same page because it, there is medical benefits for the individual that can benefit from it. Yep. And there is great potential with that for abuse, just like there is on all other legal prescription drugs. And I don't want to be reactionary. I want to be clear headed with every issue, you know, whether it's Target or Prince or this, I just want to want to look at it clearly. I don't want to throw out the baby with the bathwater, but I also want to call out the stupidity of how it's currently being done. Thanks, listeners, for joining us today as Michael shared his opinion and I joined in about the use of medical marijuana. Please come back next time when we answer the question, are there apostles today? Today.